Welcome to the Hope Elam Podcast. We are a diverse church in the heart of Des Moines, seeking to bring God's kingdom as we live more like Jesus. We hope that what you're about to hear points you to Jesus Christ. Know that we're praying for you and look forward to connecting with you soon. family. Whew. Welcome to our wedding celebration. We just had a wedding today and I believe in somebody's heart they said I do today and God will manifest that to you. Our new sermon series um, is a deeper walk with Jesus and I'm going to talk to you today about count me in a deeper walk. A walk with Jesus. A walk that he says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah, let me get the Bible reading in the house. Uh, Romans 6 and 4 tells us to walk into the newness of life. Galatians 5.16 says that we should walk in the spirit. Let's try Ephesians. Ephesians 4 says that we should walk worthy of the vocation that which we have been called. We should walk according to God's purpose. And if we stay in Ephesians 5, he says, matter of fact, verse 2, he tells us to walk in love because he is love. It's something about walking with Jesus. He'll give us wisdom, um, Ephesians 5.15. He says that we should walk circumspectly, not as a fool, but somebody that's wise. We should not live in foolishness, but live in the almighty love of God. Vanetta. Vanetta, it's something about walking with Jesus when they take your baby. The only person who could walk with you at that time was your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I could hear you, Vanetta, late in the midnight hour saying, Jesus, I want you to walk with me. Jesus. It's something about a walk with God. So I want to talk about that. Count me in. Wow. Um, so different than the night. I'm going to just stand right here. Um, um, man, you know, hope, Elam. God, I tell you, he's calling us to a higher place of praise. And my prayer for us as an awesome church family that we are is that we become a sanctuary for the Des Moines community to come in. Remember the song, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Come on, here's my part. Here's my part, Jane Patton. Pure and tried and with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. I believe the Des Moines community is calling for us to be a sanctuary, to be that light in the community. You know, we said it, it was all fun when we first started. You know, we was on the honeymoon. You know, and we were just trying to get each other. And we were just so excited. Look at the people. Look at this. Look at that. Now we're a year in. You know, the honeymoon bout over. 
I done seen all your outfits. I done seen how you look when you get your hair cut and your hair done. You know, I done seen what kind of car you drive, you know. You know, uh, you know, we know each other's family. You know, it done played out now. It's time, to, it's time to let love come to the forefront. Because, you know, after the honeymoon over, sometimes you will speak up. And when you don't like something, you will say it. But when you're in the honeymoon stage, you will keep it to yourself because you don't want to hurt nobody's. You don't want to get caught up in your... But the honeymoon is over, and I believe Hope Elam. It is actually time for us to, we got to go to work. The community's dark. Babies are getting killed, okay? People are hungry. You know, I do believe if I just got a hyper, um, I, I know I asked Dave, we fed over uh, 500 people on Wednesday. Now that, you know, I know when we first started, we was, come on, Bonnie, we was happy with 50, remember? We fed 50 people today. Now the 50 went up to 250, and we was like, then 250 went up to 450. We was like, Whoop. now it's over 500. And can I tell you something? It's only going to increase. Come on. Des Moines is truly about to become a multicultural city. Oh, y'all better get ready for it. Y'all better get ready for it. It's going to be more black people and brown people coming. Are you ready? Oh, come on, somebody said better say, count me in. Are you ready? Are you ready? And in order for us to fulfill that Jesus, we're going to have to take a deeper walk with him. Oh, God. Before we get to the text, seed. Last time I talked about putting a seed in the ground, and, and not only for the Des Moines Public Schools, I put a seed in the ground, and man, I, I'm, I'm just trying to get us to be able to jump up to where we need to jump up to. Um, the other seed I put in the ground, I'm going to tell you, men, was men's ministry. You know, anybody know me, you know I love men's ministry, okay? I really do. And, you know, at first we didn't have that many guys, and, I, and you know, I put a seed in the ground about men's ministry. You know, and I did, and I kept praying, and I kept praying, and I kept praying. Can I tell you, yesterday I walked in men's ministry, it was so many men and so much energy, it took my breath away. Yeah, yeah, it really did. And not only was uh, it was more men on the second floor at men's ministry, the women were having their birthday breakfast in the commons area. Matter of fact, one of my friends texted me, say, where do you park? Oh, that's a good problem to have. And come on, Hope Elam, y'all better put your hands together for that. God is a God of abundance. And so, you know, next week, don't sleep on it. If you uh, don't have anything, come next week at 8 o'clock in the morning. My nephew's coming, Danny Householder, and he's going to preach a tremendous men's ministry. He's so excited. And I want us to be excited for him. And I want to be excited for you. So, men, if you've never been to men's ministry, just try to make it. The breakfast is a the bomb. And the fellowship is better. And what we want to do there is take a deeper walk with Jesus. All right, let's go to the point. Seed, times, and harvest. Okay, we put a seed in the ground. This is uh, Genesis 
8.22. We put a seed in the ground. Watch. Let's do some, get some biblical credibility up in here. Um, a seed, Luke 8.11. It says that the seed is the word of God. Ah. So the seed you put in the ground is the word of God. When you put your seed in the ground, say, God, I know you're going to bring it to fruition because Matthew 7 and 7 says, ask and it shall be given. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. When you put that seed in the ground, you really got to believe that it's going to produce a harvest because the Bible says, anything you ask my father in my name, I will give it to you. When you put that seed in the ground, you got to believe that it will come to harvest in your faith because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God, but he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When you put that seed in the ground, you got to hope against hope that it's going to come to fruition even though you don't see it, even though people are telling you it won't come to past you gotta still believe that it will happen it's that seed in the ground first kings 856 it says that the promises of god fail not one word that's that seed in the ground that will produce his promise the Bible says in uh, Romans 4.21, what God promises to do, he's able to perform. So when you put that seed in the ground, you got to really believe what God says he can do, he can do. I heard Deshaun so eloquently say in his prayer, is there anything too hard for God? And don't you have to fret when the world ain't treating you right because you have to understand what man meant for evil, God means for good. If you just walk with God, he will take care of you. Matter of fact, because he will take care of you, somebody need to say, count me in. Count me in. Jesus. It's that seed, that seed, which is the word, uh, the word that was made flesh. You know, that word that heaven and earth may pass away, but, but that word, that, that word will stand forever. It's, it's something about that word of God. It produces his promises. And after it produces his promise, then you have time. Let's break down time in the Hebrew. Kronos calendar, Brandon Joshua, that's your birthday. That's Kronos. You know, mine 823, that's Kronos. It's date and time. It's linear. It's calendar. Kronos. Kairos is a moment right now. Uh, 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 existential reality. I want a Kairos moment right now. I tried to give you a Kairos moment when I asked you that uh, Jesus proposed to you, and would you say, I do. At that moment, ah, it's a Kairos, it's a moment. Matter of fact, if any woman want to get married right now in the name of Jesus, I wish you close your eyes and tell God, God send ah, my bridegroom so I could have a right now Kairos. Single people must be on this side. <laughs> Jesus. And then it says, at every opportunity. 
at every opportunity that you have. Ephesians 5.16. It says you have to take advantage of every opportunity. I see it. You have to take advantage of every opportunity that you have because these are evil days. Oh, I see it good. But another translation says redeeming the times because the days are evil. Ah, can I stop by here and tell you that oftentimes that ah, that redeeming comes from the remnant. Ah, that has been rejected, that has been ridiculed, that has been kicked aside. Ah, oh, why y'all looking at me like that? Don't you know God took a remnant and built a nation? Ah, isn't we called the remnant of Israel? Is it any Bible readers in the house? He takes the left over. He takes the left out. He takes the left behind. He takes the marginalized. He takes the stigmatized. He takes the ostracized. And take them from the bottom to the top. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Hmm. Time. Redemption. And then it talks about harvest. Matthew 9, 38. It says, the Lord, uh, NLT, who's in charge of the harvest. Wow. Look at who the bridegroom, I mean, look at your bridegroom. He owned it all. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. He owned it all, all the silver, all the gold, all the grain, all the wheat. And he calls the harvest in. Matter of fact, he will give you all that the locusts and the canker worms have eaten. If God has, if the devil has done something to you in the past, come on, Bible reader, he will give you the former rain and he will give you the latter rain. All that was taken before and all that he's going to give you now, God will restore. That's why David said, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. If the devil has snatched your promise from you, I stop by here to tell you right now, if you stand on the promise of God which are yes and amen sealed and established in the anointing of the Holy Spirit he'll give it back yes he will you just got to have that faith that makes no sense come on do not get weary Galatians 6 9 do not get weary in your well-doing Come on, for in due season you shall reap. Ah, if you faint not, if you don't give up, if you don't quit, if you don't throw in the towel, don't throw in the towel. Take a stand in eight count, get shaken by the ref, and get back in there and go knock somebody out. And his name is the accuser. His name is Beelzebub. His name is the serpent. Come on. If you're taking a stand in eight because of your guilt, doubt, and shame, I stop by here to tell you, let the ref shake you off. And let the Lord of the harvest, Jesus, restore. Look at what you got really quick, a recap. If you got the person who's in charge of the harvest, time will be Whenever he says the harvest is about to be produced because he is time, he is alpha and omega, he is the beginning and the end, he is the first and the last, 
When he's going, he's coming. When he's in, he's out. When he's up, he's down. When he's outside, he's on the inside because he is God all by himself and he don't need our help. Jesus, he is time. And not only is it time, he's the seed, he's the word. He's everything. He has the whole world in his hands. Now, he tired of dating. He tired of dating. You can say, I do in your heart right now, and he will enter in. And once he enters in, you got to say, God, I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you raised Jesus from the dead. Now I know I'm your bride. The bride is the church. Oh, y'all missed that. The bride is the church. John 3, 29, if you're wondering where I got it from. But what I like about that verse, it says that those of us who are not married, we, we just so glad to be a witness to the ceremony. Oh, man, somebody should lose their mind for about two seconds because somebody is going to walk through this ceremony with Jesus' joy in their heart. Ah, so do you. These witnesses. Ah, do you stand in the presence of God saying that you will assist any non-believer who accepts God that come into this place? Anybody who's in darkness that needs to come to the marvelous light, will you love them? Will you cherish them? Will you keep them? If you will, as the church, say I will. Jesus. Let's go to the text. Ah, maximize. Mm. Going to the chapel. Gonna get married. All right. ah. mm. I feel that I had to. I had to just let that go. Because really, I do. I feel somebody right now in the name of Jesus. Don't raise your hand, please. Come on. I don't want to distract from that. I'm going to just speak straight to your heart today. And the reason I want to speak straight to your heart today, because come on, it's your faith. It's increased by the word of God. Let me say that again. Your faith is increased by the word of God. Oh, you'll get it later. Let's watch it. It's right here in the text. Because of the privilege... And authority God has given me, this is Paul, I give each of you this warning. It got real quiet at 9 o'clock, so I hope y'all, <laughs> it got real quiet when we got to this point. Do not think better than who you really are. But be honest in your assessment of yourself. If you need to grow in God, admit it to him. If you need to increase your faith, admit it to him. If you faking it till you making it just because people think you a Christian and they think you should know, come on. Give it to him. Now, I would not dare say that, giving you that problem without giving you the solution of what I'm judging it by. It's not me judging you. It's the word of God. And it says, but measure yourselves. 
Do you see it? By the faith that God has given you. Ah, you ain't got to buy it. You ain't got to charge it. Come on. He gives it to you. By grace, you are saved through faith. He gives it to you. Just like he gave you his son. That, so you could have everlasting life. Where is your faith today? Measure yourself. Measure yourself by the faith God has given you. And it's free. I use Marriott 9. Uh, I'm going to use a Canaanite woman one time. I'm going to use a Canaanite woman. Man, that went somewhere. That went somewhere. That went somewhere. And I think the reason I keep stopping because the Lord keeps dropping in my spirit. Somebody's getting married right now. Somebody's getting married right now. So at the end of the service, when the prayer partners come down, if that's you, would you just please indulge me? You ain't got to tell nobody. You know, just act like you're coming down to speak to me. You know, play it off. Have, you know, just play it off. Just come down and say, Pastor, that's me. Because I keep, I keep feeling that. So if, if, if you're getting married today to your bridegroom, just come down and tell me. Okay, would you just do that? That's just, and won't nobody know. They won't know. I'll call other people up here so they won't know who's who and what's what. We'll trick the devil today if you think people are looking at you. <laughs> They're not. That's the devil telling you don't accept this proposal. So I use Mary at nine. I'm going to use the Canaanite woman. You want to know why? I use the Canaanite woman. I told you it's the remnant. You know when the Canaanite woman ran up on Jesus and told, her, told him her, her daughter was possessed. Come on, I need a Bible reader now. Matthew, the 15th chapter. I'll start around verse 22, amen, if you fact-checking me. The Canaanite woman runs up on Jesus and uh, come on, a Samaritan woman, a Canaanite woman, she's not supposed to be fraternizing with a Jew. Hmm, Lutherans are not supposed to fraternize with Baptists. Baptists are not supposed to fraternize with Methodists. Methodists are not supposed to fraternize with non-denominational, but yet it's the one and only and same God. So she runs up on Jesus, and Jesus was, you know, he knew what was up. And when she told Jesus her problem, he ignored her. Read it. It said he did not answer her a word. And then after she ignored, she got insulted. Come on, the disciples say she's chasing after us. Come on, come on, who is this dog chasing after us? After she was ignored, she was insulted. But then because she was the house of Israel, which we are, she didn't let Jesus go. She said, Lord, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. And she said, come on. And he said, you got to eat the crumbs from up under the table. And she says, a dog is worthy of that. She had such faith, oh God, that even when she was insulted, she had such faith, even when she was ignored, she had such faith, even when the disciples did not acknowledge her she still chased Jesus she still said uh, I do she still wanted to maximize her purpose in God and when she maximized her purpose in God Jesus says by your faith your daughter oh my God mm. by, by your faith what are you looking for today what's your dream today What's your desire today? What's your disappointment today? What's your destiny today? By your faith. Dustin, faith 
of a grain. Any cooks in here? How big is a mustard seed? I'm teaching better than some of y'all looking now. Come on. See, when you go to talking about faith people, they don't want you to say anything because they don't want to grow. You just want to stay the same. You want to make God a crisis God. When Ukraine get invaded, when students get shot at Eves, when the x-ray positive, then all of a sudden you become spiritual. You put out posts about how great God is and how much you love him. But then as the Bible says, Rob, when it says this too shall pass, then when it passed, you go right back to doing what you're doing, playing with your phone, you know, not coming to the ministries, doing whatever you want to do until the next crisis. I stopped by here to tell you God is more than a crisis God, people. God is God all the time, and we should chase God no matter what's going on in the world because he woke us up this morning, started you on your way. I said God is God all by himself. You better lose your mind for about five seconds and let God know that, God, I'm going to praise you in the sanctuary, praise you for your mighty acts, praise you for your excellent greatness. God, you're God all by Yourself, Jesus. So you maximize our purpose. So you got to manage. Next slide. You got to manage your potential. <laughs> Look at our bridegroom. Look how awesome he is. Look how awesome the bridegroom is. For everything comes and exists by his power and is intended for all glory to him. Man, I don't want to marry nobody else but him. I don't, think, I don't think you can get any better. I think Jesus is like at the top of the food chain. And so what he wants to do, the reason, I, the reason he put the marriage and the ceremony in here, because if you want to manage your potential, hook up with God. Because when you hook up with God, then God will tell you you fearfully, wonderfully, marvelously made. God will tell you you are an heir of God and a joint heir of Christ. God will tell you that he loves you more than anything. And that which is inside of you, he wants to make it break out of you so you can no longer be in bondage, so you can no longer be in jail, but you could be free. You are free because your faith, your faith has been activated by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's where the spirit of the Lord is, they're stomping. Where the spirit of the Lord is, they're shouting. Where the spirit of the Lord is, people say hallelujah. 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 Oh, Jesus is him. I've been here. Oh, somebody got married today. I feel it. Because you know when you get married, there's joy in the house. When you get married, it's a happy occasion. When you get married, you manage our potential. Then you got to uh, manifest your power. Next one, manage your power. 
Next one. Oh, there it is right there. My God. I was thinking about getting married, y'all. I was like, man, God, am I giving you my very, very best? See, y'all don't get it. Y'all think I be preaching to y'all. I'm preaching to me. I want God to get the best out of me. Ah, come on, Marvis. God, you see the best in me. When everyone else around me. But to all who believe him and accept him, he gave the right. He gave the power. Once you believe in him, he gives you power. Once he gives you power, that means you've given him permission and you have accepted his proposal. Oh, that was for free. Once, oh, did, did you get that? Ah, that was, hey, hey y'all, that was good. Come on, he gives you power. Ah, and once you get the power, he gives you permission to accept his proposal. Jesus. So how do you manifest your power? Believe. Have faith. Exercise your faith. You can't get in shape if you only go to the gym once a week on Sunday. That won't work. Anybody want to get in shape? You can't just go once a week and think you're going to get in shape. No, you got to get on a schedule wall. Oh, my God. Ooh, that went somewhere. Let me breathe for a minute, Jesus. Ooh. Yeah, because I got to say that, and, 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 and I'm going to tell y'all something. Hey, see, BJ, I know what I'm supposed to do now. Because when you talk about being in shape, okay, the little young guys went up to the gym, you know, yesterday, and, you know, I was real nice back in the day. But man, they threw me the ball and I took like three steps. I was like, I was like okay, okay. Then I realized the reason I couldn't do what I used to could do because I'm not. Oh God, you're missing it. So if you ever want to get a promise from God and if you ever want him to produce something, I stop by here to tell you get in shape. And you get in shape by going to work out more than once a week. You got to have preparation. You got to have a plan. You ready to perform. And you got to have praise. See, there's a preparation. I had no preparation. You know, I had on my little cute shoes. Joseph stepped on them. I got mad. I ain't speak to him all day today. I just elbowed him because, you know, I had on my fresh Air Max Zooms, all fresh. And Joseph stepped on him and, you know. <laughs> Rob, I did not like that. So needless to say, I won't be going up there no more. Say amen. <laughs> you got to get prepared. You got to have a plan. 
For time's sake, Proverbs 16, 3. If you're writing it down, Proverbs 16, 9. You got to have a plan. And if you have a plan, it ain't going to work until God sanctions it, until God orders his steps, until God who is the word, to God who is the seed. Once you get the preparation, then he will give it. And what did he say? If you throw a seed out on good ground and it takes root uh, and it bears fruit, it will come back to you 30, 60, or 100-fold. That's Mark 4. And then you, it's time for you to perform. It's time for you to use your gifts. It's time for you to do ministry. It's time for us to hook hands. It's time for us to lock arms. It's time for us to say that we are all brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. It's time for us to say we're only going to the one heaven, to our one home in glory. It's time. And in godly. You got to pray. See, you know, really, I'm telling you, the way I figured, and it's just me, after church, I should be wore out. I should be like I done worked out because I done, I done been with God. I done, I, done, I done had an interaction with God. Come on, I have been exercising my faith, literally. And when you come to worship, you should exercise your faith. I'm not telling you how to do it, but just do it because God is your personal God and you need to exercise your faith because guess what? And your faith was increased by the word of God. Are y'all getting that? And the word of God is increased by the measure of your faith. Increase your faith. Increase your interaction with God. And the reason we need to do that because we have to do ministry. Oh, my God. Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Thank you. I said all that to say this. Uh, the ministry is our mission. And our mission is for the left out, left over, left behind. Our mission is for those who are lost and for the faithful to have fellowship with Christ. And our mission is wrapped up in the message. Ah, you got a message to do the mission. And the message and the mission is wrapped up into the method. And the method we use is his power. The method we use is his faith. The method we use is his interaction with each other. So once we do that, once we get the method, then we are running the method through the message. And then we're running the message through the mission. And we're running the mission through the Messiah. Oh, y'all better leave me alone today. Because when the Messiah shows up, something becomes nothing. When the Messiah shows up, a little bit becomes a lot. When the Messiah shows up, Darkness become light when the Messiah shows up. Show up, God. Show up, God. Somebody want to get married? Show up, God. Somebody want to say, I do? Show up. The Messiah. Is wrapped up in the method. The method is wrapped up in the message. And the message is wrapped up in the mission. Oh my God. Can I count you in? Can I? 
Well, come on, praise him in the sanctuary. Come on, praise him for his mighty acts. Come on, praise him for his excellent greatness. Come on, praise him in the permanent of his power. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. Count you in. Count you in. Count you in. Count you in. I want to count you in. Ah. The babies, y'all going to learn from them. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can get that. We're done. We're done here. My time is, my time is up. Yeah, we can. Ooh. I don't work way too hard today. But the results, I see it in your eyes. Because, Lloyd, I know them kids coming. And we got to be ready when they do. Okay? Everybody got to get in their right position. Ah, are y'all understanding that? In other words, know your gifted area and that's how you operate. If you got a great personality and a great smile and people love you and you got a great gift for hospitality, please do that. Are you feeling me? If it's mission work, do mission work. I know I'm talking right because I got a teaching gift, but I swear I want to be Deshaun. <laughs> Didn't y'all hear me? Y'all heard me over there trying to be Deshaun. Can't sing a lick. That's, but I'm using me as an example. That's what some of you are doing. You're in your wrong gift. Get in your right gift and operate. I love you, Hope Eden. We got so much work to do. And as long as we don't care who gets the credit, as long as we don't care who's in control, and as long as we don't care who gets the cash, I guarantee you we will see his glory. My fervent prayer is that I can count you in. My time is up. Thank you for yours. Thanks so much for joining us. To find out more about Hope Elam, follow us on Instagram at hope.elam or visit our website at hope-elam.org.